Welcome back to Inside the Scoreboard. It's Jamal. And I'm Corey. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we have got a little bit of um, NFL uh, stories to cover, and then we're going to jump into the NBA uh, topics a little bit. But first off, I guess we want to start off with um, Cam coming back to the Carolinas. Uh, first two games, uh, he had two touchdowns in the first one against the Cardinals uh, and then limited action. Now, the game last week against Washington um, that we lost, Cam um, scored three yes. touchdowns, one through the air, and uh, no, excuse me, two through the air and two on one on the ground. So, three touchdowns against the Washington. Um, kind of lost that game at the last minute. But all in all, was, uh, for me, I know it feels good to have Cam back in the Panther uniform. Um, we finally got rid of, uh, didn't get rid of Sam Darnold, but I know he's pretty much out. Um, off the team this offseason, if we can find somebody to take on that contract. Uh, but what's your thoughts on Cam being uh, coming back to the team? I love it so far, man. Like you said, everybody in the city, what we spoke about off camera, everybody in the city felt the difference when we signed Cam. It wasn't necessarily, oh, Panthers are going to the Super Bowl, just a more confident, a more swagger that kind of came back to the Panthers. And I feel like what he's done over these last two weeks is progressive. Scored two with limited action in the first one, and then three touchdowns with uh, way more action in the second game. I look for Cam to just keep putting his foot and imprint on the game. Uh, I mean, I, th I think he's jumping in and being immediately effective. I think Cam is comfortable where he's at now. I think he's confident where he's at now. Um, I think our offensive coordinator, uh, Coach Brady, has a lot of confidence in Cam. Uh, probably was probably was happy to, to, to have the signing. To me, it's all coming together. And I know we, I know the Panthers lost that game. They dropped the ball, lost that game um, last week. But the confidence prevailed. Yeah, you can still see it through the loss. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. About to, I didn't mean to No, no, no. I was, I was about to ask you, more specifically with Cam Newton, do you see this stint? One, do you, do you like what you see so far? And two, is it possible that Cam could be the starting quarterback for the Panthers for the next two to three years? To answer your question, yeah, I think uh... – I think so. Um, it's really going to just everybody has to be clicking on the same page. Like in the last game, as you saw, it was a cam play good. Offense uh, was shaky at certain points, but overall he played good. He looks healthy. I think that's the, the big factor in all of this. Like when he took off for the uh, touchdown um, that he scored, I mean, literally you saw where he picked up some acceleration and got past the DB. And I haven't seen that from cam in a few years where he's able to accelerate once he passed that second level of the defense. Mm -hmm. And also, like I said, it's just going back to just being healthy, uh, being consistent in the pocket. He looked comfortable back there. He didn't have happy feet like Sam Donald would have. He had a confidence and aura about himself that Teddy Bridgewater lacked. And uh, he mm -hmm. was precise in his decision making. And as long as I think uh, as long as the defense can help hold their hold their end of the bargain and the coaching um, can be a little bit more, um, I would say, confident in their decision making. Like sometimes you see with Matt Rule, he'll think he's gonna go for fourth down, then he throw the punt team off, and then he pulls him back, and then we'll go for it. It's like, man, you just gotta be consistent. If you make a decision, just go with it and stick to your game plan. You can't you can't switch your game plan unless changes need to be made. Um, but as far as the Kim staying here for the next few years, I would like to see that. Um, like I said, it all depends on health and the uh, regime we have here. But I would like to see it, and you know, in this year's draft or the year. Uh, the year after the draft, the uh, quarterback, you know, late in the first round or whenever you can, if a guy's available, just to take him and kind of, you know, kind of let him learn the ropes from Cam. But I think that's the best way to go about it, this situation. I mean, we see we haven't gone anywhere without him, so. 
Exactly. Definitely haven't gone anywhere without him. And Panthers have had opportunity to acquire uh, replacements uh, over these last few years, uh, which they failed to do. I don't not intentionally, but just it just hasn't worked out. We just it hasn't worked out. Uh, so I, I do think, like you said, a great situation for Cam. I also think he'll be he has a chance to be a, a legit starter in the league for the next two to three years. If, like you said, those other things play a part, uh, team success is also important. So I can't see Cam being the starter for the next two to three years if Panthers are just having lose back to back losing seasons. I, I, I don't think that they would 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 keep it like that. Um, but like you said, it just depends on a few other factors. Um, I, I, I like, I still like the newness of the coaching setup and everything. I think it still has a chance to mesh well. Um, but like, like Cam saying, it's, it's not 31 better quarterbacks better than him in the league. So he deserves to be starting. Yeah. Even, uh, Taylor Haneke, man. I mean, is it that Taylor Haneke is good? No, he just kind of had a running game going and our defense just didn't show up last week. I mean, he, we, our defense made him look like uh, ne the next coming to Tom Brady. It was bad, man. And uh, like I said, the defense kind of let the team down. I'm not going to say uh, all the players did, but a good amount of people on that defense just let the team down. I'll probably go in detail about uh, them later another video. Um, but, yeah, I think Carolina, I mean, Cam is their best option. Then uh, pick a uh, guy in the draft that they can grow, um, don't have to put out there right away. And uh, because we've seen where, you know, Deshaun John, I mean, Deshaun John, dang, Deshaun Watson, excuse me, uh, mm -hmm. seems like he doesn't want to come here. And who knows what his legal situation is going to, how that's going to end. And it's not a lot of quarterbacks available. So you have a, a healthy Cam Newton. I would say that's the best option. Exactly. For right now, that's that's definitely the best option. And they may reassess that situation, uh, you know, another 365 days from now or um you know a few more months from now but as of right now i think that they are okay um it's not many available quarterbacks like you said uh, so they're working with what they got um i just i i would like to see a win out you know i would like to see yeah. if the panthers could, could win out for the rest of the season um, i think i think they have the potential yeah like i said um i feel like they made the move just a few weeks too late i felt like they should have gone cam in a couple weeks earlier um because Sam wasn't getting it done. I mean, he really wasn't. I know yeah. Christian McCaffrey was hurt a little bit, but you can just see um, Cam just, or excuse me, Sam just not believing in himself, happy feet in the uh, pocket, just throwing the ball, not well, no types of confidence, you know, just seeing um, like he just didn't believe in himself. And it's hard when you don't, this is just what I'm saying. It seems like just low confidence doesn't believe in himself. And um, the Panthers, yeah, you're right. They're going to have to, I'm not going to, they damn near have to win out if they want to uh, reach the playoffs, and it'll probably be with this uh, I probably the seventh seed, bro. So they're gonna have to go on the road and win, uh, win the playoff game. But it's no telling. They just need to take it one game at a time. They have two more games with Tampa Bay. That's gonna be tough. Uh, Atlanta, the Saints. Those are all divisional games. So those four games, and you know how those divisional games can be. And as far as um, Miami, I mean, today, you know, they they have a solid defense. We saw what they did to your team, uh, Baltimore. Like, um, there are no scrubs. I mean, they mm -hmm. could be, um, they got some talent there in Miami. They could be uh, a little bit better. I, th I thought, uh, I thought me and some, I think, uh, NFL fans thought Miami would be, um, uh, fighting for a playoff spot. Um, they're still in contention right now, but I just thought they would have a better season than what they're having right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But to, to stress your point about the defense, definitely not a team to come in there and take lightly, um, right. because they will outplay you, they will outwork you. Don't let the record kind of speak for 
necessarily the team. Um, you know, they got health situation is a big problem out there in Miami too. But um, I, I think from coming from the Panther standpoint, that is a game that they must win, but it's not a gimme. Um, yeah. Then, then kind of focus more the tougher ones. Like you said, Tampa Bay, of course, that's going to be a dog fight. Um, I just would like to see effort for the remainder of the season. I think so. Like these last couple of weeks, they've shown us that. I think just go ahead and keep it going with the rest of the season. Whether that takes you to that seventh seed or not, we can roll that momentum into the next season. Matt Rule got something nice to work with. Keep the offensive coordinator, Coach Brady, even though I'm sure he's going to have some head coaching calls. I feel like he'll have some other opportunities call him this offseason, um, but hopefully he stays, and then we work on next season. Yeah. And um, not to uh, – I don't want to dwell on the Cam situation uh, or, uh, too much right now just because I know uh, – our opinions and everything can change because they got a game, like I said, today. So um, moving on, uh, I know the Rams have made some recent changes. It seems like they always do giving away draft capital, uh, the final star, superstar, or veteran player. Um, they recently uh, acquired Von Miller about a month ago and got Odell about uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. How do you like those moves, and do you think it's going to make a big impact in the playoffs? Uh, I, th- I think it will, I- I- and I think that's where the impact – will take place i love the pickups <clears throat> we have we don't really know what type of von miller we're gonna see just because he hasn't played touch the field in, in, a, in uh, quite a while so we don't know what type of von miller we're gonna get he's a little older von miller but i i my prediction is that he'll still be very effective um i, I think when they brought him in they were more so thinking about playoffs they were more so thinking about games that they must win and i think that's where von miller will really put his print on the game as far as Odell, um, I'm expecting that one to be a little more immediate. I'm expecting that impact to be a little more immediate, but also the same. It's more important for playoffs. Um, him with, with Odell out there in, um, in L.A. and so with Vaughn out there in L.A., I think that those guys are going to do extremely well. Now, as far as so well, I'm actually predicting that they should go to the playoffs. I mean, to the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I don't see what reason they, they they don't. Their quarterback is playing great. They have a great defensive line, puts pressure on a lot of quarterbacks. They got a great uh, weapons out there. I see the Rams going to the Super Bowl. That that would be my – that's my expectations for them. Um, what do you see with those moves, though? That's your Super Bowl pick, the Rams? That's, I, that's my Super Bowl pick. I feel like the Rams should grab it. Um, it's going to be tough because, you know – it's all one game can send you home, but uh, that's my pick. They just, they're on paper, they're too overpowered. I'm a, uh, shoot, I wasn't expecting to do Super Bowl picks right now, uh, but hey, I go for mine. I'm going to say the, uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs as of right now. Um, I just feel like once they get back in the rhythm and the swing of things, I think people are going to realize um, the Chiefs. I mean, they never left. I just feel like they had some early season uh, struggles, but I'll take the Chiefs. But as far as the Rams uh, are concerned, they, uh, they had Vaughn look Vaughn looked good. Um, he looked solid against the uh, the game he did play. Um, he his first game with the Rams when they played the uh, the 49ers. He did have a uh, where he got a pancake blocked by George Kittle, but a lot of it looked like it was more so holding, and they kind of blew that out of proportion. But mm-hmm. uh, I think he's gonna make those plays come playoff time where he's getting to the quarterback, or he makes that one play a strip sack or a forced fumble. He's going to make that one play in the playoffs that's going to count, especially with Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd being in that front line and uh, Jay Ram on the backside. Um, they, they're, uh, they look good on paper, um, but we they just got to bring it all together. 
as far as Odell getting there, I like the move. Um, I thought the move was okay before the Robert Woods injury, uh, but now that he's out for this season, um, it's a great move. Honestly, I know they weren't expecting Robert Woods to get hurt, but that was just bringing Odell there for a playmaker or not. And um, I like it more now because I feel like he can get his touches and hopefully, I mean, hey, you got to a, a talented quarterback. You got to a, office, a receiver on the opposite end. That's legit in Cooper Cup. Yeah, I'm not saying pressure is on you by any. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. But you should be able to produce, and um, we should be able to see flashes, or we should be, we should see that same guy we saw in New York. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, and as far as the stage, I mean, in the presence, the opportunity, I don't think Odell will be able to complain about that anymore. Because like you said, Woods did go down. It was unexpected, but it makes their front office look like geniuses. I mean, you can't beat that timing right there yeah. um, as far as the acquisition of Odell. And I know his biggest concern was he wasn't getting targeted enough. He didn't feel like, I mean, he might not have said it, but insinuated that he didn't feel like his quarterback. Um, I'm not going to say that. You know, I'm not going to say that because Odell never, Odell never insinuated that. We as fans kind of did that. We felt like Baker just wasn't uh, skillful enough for Odell. You know what I mean? It was more of a built around Baker as being a run strong offense, just not just not made for um, a highlight wide receiver like Odell. Fast forward now the new situation, no excuse. That's going to be out the door. This team is going to throw the ball. Yeah, You're going to get options. Yeah, the Rams throw the ball. Uh, of course, you know the Browns are a run heavy team. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's perfect for a guy like Jarvis Landry. Uh, one of his closest friends that plays uh, for the Browns, just because Jarvis Landry, uh, he's a um, he's a, a good wide receiver, but he's he can play in different type of styles. He can he's cool with being not getting a certain amount of touches. He can be more of a possession receiver than like Odell, who's more the big play flashy receiver. But he, I think he's definitely in a better situation. And uh, like I say, hey Odell, let's see let's see if uh, Baker was the reason or coaching was the reason. You're in the right situation. I feel like. Uh, with the Rams, like you stated, you know, they pass the ball a lot. They're a passing team. That's what they do. But um, moving on from the NFL, did you want to touch on anything else in the NFL real quick? No quick. So, so much, so much to touch on. Uh, but but no, that's that's all for me. I think we'll still still see more as the weeks progress. Sounds like we kind of time to tap into that NBA. Okay. Big news over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I know you. we all seen it um, earlier. Well, was it? Forgive me, it may have been Sunday night where it was a um, mm-hmm. instance of um, playing the Lakers at du- at Detroit. Um, it looks like Isaiah Stewart, well, Isaiah Stewart and LeBron are boxing each other out. LeBron, to me, it looks like he tries to get untangled from him. And he throws, he extends his arm, it catches Isaiah Stewart in the uh, face and eye region, eyebrow area. And um, he falls down. LeBron comes up to him. It looks like he may trying to apologize or something. Isaiah Stewart uh, may not like what LeBron said. I'm not sure. Maybe he thought it was a BS's apology or whatnot, you know. And then he's, uh, you know, people come, you know how they do in the NBA. People come up, try to break it up real quick. Um, nothing there. And then it seems like the blood starts to fall down his face. And then that's when he just turns into a, com- a completely different person. <laughs> like, Man, what, what what's your thoughts on that, man? Yeah, I, I love what you said. Then he turns into a because that's exactly what I thought, Jamal. That's exactly what I thought. Um, I think I think it kind of set in for him, you know, like 
when he saw the blood, when he started seeing it, I think he kind of said in like, oh, he really hit me. Like, I thought he hit me, hit me, but oh, he really did hit me. But if you look at it, look at it from slow motion, it does, and I love LeBron on the court, off the court, but it does seem somewhat malicious. If you didn't know LeBron's history, if you, you know, maybe seen it one time, you may have thought that it was malicious. My opinion was that he got caught up in a game, made a, made a, I'm not going to say unfair, but a, 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 a weird non-basketball move. Yeah, yeah, a weird non-basketball move and hit him in the face and caused some blood. But I do think LeBron was approaching him to say, hey, my fault. I apologize. You know, I shouldn't my fault. Before he could even do that, Isaiah uh, uh, Stewart, I mean, he, he he lit up. I mean, according to Draymond, in, in an interview I seen after this, kind of making jokes, I don't know how serious he was, Isaiah Stewart is the strongest man in the NBA. The way he was pushing guys down, pushing guys out the way for a second, it even looked like LeBron was somewhat concerned to make sure, hey, let me make sure I get some space, you know, in between me and this guy. DeAndre Jordan <laughs> stepped in, made sure nobody was getting too, too close to him. But Russ had um, a <laughs> yeah, he had his follow up. You know, I do. I do like that. Guys really guys love LeBron. You can't say his teammates do not love LeBron. Uh, Russ was ready. You know what, what's going on? What are we talking about? Russ was ready. Um, but I, but just just knowing LeBron, my opinion, I don't think it was malicious. I don't think LeBron was thinking, "Hey, let me try and hit this guy in the face." He, you know, he might have been trying to get physical, made an unbasketball move, a non-basketball move, you know, that resulted in the cut. But I don't think LeBron was being malicious. Look at look at the last eighteen years we've seen with LeBron. He done walked across some real tough, tough, hot and heavy games, you know, and 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 it hasn't necessarily got that far with LeBron. So I, I don't think his character just changed, you know, 19 years later. But what what do you think? I don't uh I don't think it was malicious. It's one of those things we all been there. We're on the court and it's that one guy that's just constantly trying to play physical, being extra when it's not even that serious. And especially when you're down there in the paint and it's like, bro, here you are again, like golly bro. And then like he, yep. he this person got one more time. And that seems like what it happened and LeBron just said you know, get get off of me, bro. Like those are one of them get off of me type of uh, type of swings, and I think he meant to hit him hard. He definitely meant to hit him hard. He meant mm-hmm. to connect. Did he mean to connect him on his face? I know he looked at him. I don't think he when he swung he was gonna hit him in his face, but I think he meant to catch him across the check. I mean the chest or the shoulder region. I think he he definitely meant to connect with some force just to get to let Isaiah Stewart know, like, bro, just chill, bro, like. Mm-hmm. The whole game, like we still got the rest of the game to play, bro. Relax with all this extra stuff, bro. And, you know, LeBron getting up there in age, but he don't feel like doing all that dialing down low and stuff. So I think he was just fed up with that. And then I, I said, uh, Stuart, I mean, uh, I do get the reaction. I feel like it would have been more justified if that was his immediate reaction. Like go to LeBron instead of like being on your being on your ass for 10 seconds. You get hit, gather yourself five seconds. Go to LeBron with that same aggression instead of waiting. Blood come down my face. People in between us. Let me take laps around the court to try to get to him, knowing damn well I ain't gonna be able to get to him, bro, through security. No, but I'm not gonna be able to lay my hands on him. Right. Then on top of that, let me act like I'm fake going, uh, I'm walking away, then run back. So now you're getting cardio in, dog. Now you're looking <laughs> crazy in front of all these things. You're looking stupid by this point, bro. And I, and like I said, I done been there where I done, I done got mad, but at a certain time, it's like, all right, like, it's done. Let it go. You know, let it go, bro. But when she was just, now, now it's looking embarrassing, bro. Like, 
that's the part that got me. It was like, all right, bro, it's cool. You angry. You want to get to LeBron. Can't get to him. Okay, let it be. You know, let it, say that for whenever, post-game, just come with, I ain't saying fight, bro, after the game, just try to get in contact with him, you know, to see what's up, you know. But for him to take laps around the damn uh, arena, trying to get to LeBron, pushing uh, pushing coaches and his teammates, like, bro, come on, dog. Like, the man. It was, it was extra. It was extra. It was extra, bro. You, and he only 20 years old, so uh, he is a mature, but, bro, don't, don't fuck up these game checks, man. Like, be for real about yourself. Yeah, you got hit. I'm not saying don't react. I'm saying react, but don't don't wait to react off of something that's delayed. Don't do a delayed reaction. Then do laps around the place, embarrass people. And then yeah. it's Detroit, and it's already even in Detroit already has this past thing with the Malice in the Palace, even though it's a different um, different arena, the same same um, same city, the same uh, same team. So like, bro, like, come on, man. Like, you know, you the owner's thinking like, bro, do not let this happen. You know, GMs like, bro. The league is like, do not let this happen. And, you know, everybody tried their best to do the, the, the escalated situation. I think Isaiah Stewart was kind of – he blacked out, I guess you can say, but I ain't never seen nobody black out for that damn long. So, um, I don't I think I think recognizing his age is important, too. It did seem a little childish, man. I, I don't see, you know – especially when you go back and play the tape and you literally got 10 or 15 seconds where he has every opportunity to really do something to LeBron. Um like it was right after he he got hit by LeBron before I think he realized the blood was was kind of coming down. You're right there with LeBron. Now you're backing up a little bit, but if you really wanted to hit LeBron right there, you would have done it. I feel like, you know, kind of letting the 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 crowd and the atmosphere boost him up. I don't think he has been in a situation where, and I don't get me wrong, because he does have eyes on him. He plays in the NBA, but all eyes were on him at that moment. I think it was a, like his 15 minutes of fame within his fame. Um, because that was a situation with LeBron, somebody who's much more significant than you are. You felt disrespected, like I don't care who this is. I think he just kind of, the situation kind of set in. He realized it was LeBron. He realized where he was at. He realized that he had got hit in the face. He realized, and, and then when you got other teammates kind of putting their hands on you too, it just kind of riled him up. And I, I think he he kind of got a, ahead of himself. If it was somebody else and not LeBron, I could somewhat hear it out. But it's LeBron, man. It's it's LeBron. Like I, we've never seen LeBron have that history of trying to maliciously, like you know, do a dirty play like a Pat Bev or something like that. Do you think he would have had the same reaction to a different player? Like say, um, let's see, just trying throw a guy out there that's not really a superstar. Um, like a, I'm trying to think of a, a just a neutral guy that's not really known for a, uh, being a tough defender, like a PJ uh, Tucker or uh, like a Jimmy Butler, but. Like Cameron Payne, maybe like a young guy, just a Cameron Payne. DC yeah, to get with some, you know, some size to him. Okay, Cameron Johnson, maybe can't. I don't know why I'm on Phoenix right now, but yeah. <laughs> it's like all right, yeah, guy. Even if I say Jay Crowder, it's still a guy that's known for you know. Yeah. Uh, man, who is a? I guess we can go our perfect guy um, on Phoenix, Mikael Bridges. Okay. Think, yeah. 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 Uh, do you think if uh, just because I can see him, you know, getting physical so much on the box? I'm not saying that Cam is, but that's just a guy who's. A, Super chill, you know. Not a lot of NBA fans, no, uh, casual fans, know about Mikael Bridges. Uh, great defender, by the way. But you, do you think if Mikael Bridges was in that situation, do you think Isaiah Stewart would have had the same reaction towards him? I don't, because I feel like it, the situation itself wouldn't have been as relevant. So his thought process would have been a little different, like not as relevant as significant, because it's LeBron. <laughs> you know, I feel like I really do feel like that has something to do with it. Being, you know, LA. 
superstars on the court. You grew up watching LeBron, and LeBron just hit you. I feel like it had a little more to do with that. Another guy a little more off the radar, you know, uh, like Mikael Bridges, I don't think would have raised that much of an issue. And plus, I feel like Mikael probably would have been uh, quicker to be a little more apologetic. It just wouldn't have got that far. Um, but, but what do you think about if it would have been somebody else? And also, and also, do you think that the one-game suspension for LeBron and I believe it was two-game suspension for Isaiah Stewart is suitable? Yeah. They had to, uh, they had to suspend LeBron since I feel like off the strength of how Isaiah Stewart reacted, I feel like it, was, it just would have happened. It, it could have happened, honestly. Um, they could have suspended him one game. Uh, if, he, if that was a regular player, he... Um, that was on the uh, delivering end of it, that was given the hit, uh, possibly one game. But I think uh, Isaiah Stewart's reaction kind of caused the lead to do, give both parties a suspension. One game is cool for LeBron. Uh, and uh, because he, it was a flagrant too. Uh, he should have got ejected for the hit. So I'm not even, uh, I'm not going to acknowledge like LeBron is uh, an innocent party here. As far as Isaiah Stewart, to, to uh, Two-game suspension is justified. I'm surprised they didn't try to give him five games just based off how the extent he was trying to go to just to get to LeBron, um, and especially where it was at back in Detroit where we all know the malice in the palace had happened. Uh, so the um, as far as the two-game suspension, I thought it was justified. It's kind of cool that they didn't overreact to it and give him like 10, you know, uh, five to 10 games. So uh, I think Isaiah Stewart probably looked back and realized like, I could have overreacted, and then I was watching uh, the TNT crew talk, and Jamal Crawford was on there, and he uh, he did state that you know, uh, yeah, I think they're both from uh, Washington, and uh, he he's familiar with Isaiah Stewart. He said he's usually a super laid back, chill guy, um, but he did state that um, he was like he's one of those guys like once you cross, he's gonna let you you know, um, kind of address it. But um, yeah, I think two games is justified. That's why I'm going to leave it at. And apparently Isaiah Stewart is a boxer, but I don't think, like I said, it was not like they were going to box in the middle of the damn uh, arena. So Exactly. No, but that, that is a good statement. I didn't, I didn't realize that. That kind of gives you a little more insight of what type of guy he is. Because I was curious to know, is this something he, like, is he like this in practice? Is he just a full of like, a future menace in the league? Not, not like a menace trying to start fights, but, like, you know, like a legit tough guy in the league. We You know, we see a few of them, like um, – you know, Zach Randolph, uh, KG, just, just a few to name. Um, but, I, yeah, I think this is just an isolated incident. I don't think this is something we'll see come up again on either side where LeBron would be involved in something like this or Isaiah Stewart. Um, I, yeah. I did see some videos where it was uh, – <laughs> him and Blake Griffin got into it, bro. And then he uh, – I guess they got into it. Got tangled up almost like him and LeBron did. Griffin ended up going to the ground. Or they both did. Then Isaiah Stewart comes up and tries to like walk over Griffin while he's standing up or while he's laying down. And then I don't know if it's the same game or a different game. He comes across and uh, <laughs> elbows Blake Griffin, bro. Like, and it's like, oh, like this ain't looking too good. Uh, there's another video of him and Giannis getting into it. And then mm. also another video, him and somebody else. And I, I forgot that third part, but I definitely remember he got a cheap shot in on Griffin. The Giannis thing wasn't really big. Um, Giannis addressed them, it looks like, and they kind of got broken up. But it wasn't that major. It looks like he was just letting them know, like, bro, like, don't do that again. But it looks like he does have a pattern of it. Um, so I'm going to try to send you the video, and I, uh, um, I may try to add the, uh, 
if I post this on YouTube, add the video uh, to what I'm re referencing. But um, yeah, he's definitely uh, no uh, no stranger to a uh, uh, little, um, I guess I don't, don't want to call it a tussle or a little mix up in the NBA. Yeah, a little, a little quarrel, a little quarrel in the NBA. So, you know, I, I, I can see that. And I, I believe I did graze that uh, that Blake Griffin video, at least one of them. did. I think great, uh, Blake kind of gave him a, a smile after the first one. Um, when he just kind of almost got walked over, I think Blake was laughing a little bit. Um, but if that's a pattern that's going on, I didn't see anything with the Giannis situation, but Giannis that's the pattern that's going on. It's either going to go one of two ways. It's, it's, you can either make a career like that, because we've seen guys make a career of just playing defense and being tough, especially with the direction of the NBA. They're not as soft as they once were last year, but let alone two or three years, um, two to three years. It seems like they're kind of letting guys play more fouls are being called a little closer now. So a guy like Stewart is a little more uh, is a little more relevant in the league right now. But the other direction it could go is teams don't want to deal with you. You're a problem. You're a menace. Um, that's which I, I still, don't, still don't think that's what's going to happen. What were you saying? That's what I'm thinking. I just hope working like um, just kind of cleaning up from here. Like I said, I know like I didn't got hit, especially I know when you get hit in the nose, it's kind of like you want to swing on the first person who around you, bro. In the game, when you get like hit in the nose region, but uh, he got hit in his eye um, area. But I definitely, you know, hopefully, because I'm thinking, watching, like, ah, bro, this ain't good, man. Don't don't create this rep, you know. Create the rep for being a PJ Tucker type, strong defender, rebound, play defense, leave all out there on the court. But don't give um, a question of uh, or GMs have to question like a Ron Artest. And Ron Artest right. has all the talent in the world, and I'm not trying to, you know, make light of Ron Artest's situation because he does have uh, mental, uh, I don't want to say mental disorder, but um, some type of mental, I can't go about it. I'm trying to be uh, politically, politically correct, but he does have, but he does have some mental uh, challenges as far as behavior, anger issues. Uh, we know with Ron Artest, I will say it that, leave it at that. And so from, um, he definitely doesn't want to, he, he's not as talented as Ron Artest at the moment right now. And we've seen um, even Ron Artest took, um, had been suspended. Or, um, he's always judged from the Malice in the Palace in the uh, James Harden situation where he elbowed him. So you definitely don't want to see him uh, create that type of um, reputation. Like, yeah. But he like but like I said, bro, he was on the receiving end of a hit. So it happened to him and he was just reacting. Now, if this was James Harden, uh, like when he got hit by Ron Artest, I know he was kind of knocked out, but if he would have got, if if I, if James Harden would have had Isaiah Stewart reaction to when Ron Artest elbowed him, like I said, he could have been knocked out. I can't remember at the moment right now. Then that wouldn't justify, but that's a lot more justified. Cause that's not a, you remember that Ron Artest hit that he took uh, late on James Harden? Absolutely. That was that look completely delicious. Him, your elbow back, catching him on the back of that head neck region and knocks him out. Like I said, I'm pretty sure James Harden probably didn't even realize what happened at that moment. But if he would have got up and had a reaction like Isaiah Stewart, then I could see that's a little bit more justified. A little bit more justified. Probably wouldn't have resulted in a suspension on James Harden's part. Even one game or two games, it wouldn't have resulted, on, I mean, on the receiving end of that. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I just think it's tough. I don't want to necessarily compare the two yeah, situations because, like you said, it is different. But yeah, but I think I think he's a good a good kid, man. Um, 
a good guy. I, I ain't gonna call him a kid. I think he's a good guy. Uh, like he said, he's young. He's 20 years old. It's just one of those things where it happened. You know, he's just, he got to learn from it, bro. Um, I just didn't like the overreaction from it. The, de the delay overreaction, I should say, from that incident. But um, he's just got to take in the fact, you know, I think he was taking it more personal. Like, bro, now nah, you're just trying to, you're trying to play me, blah, blah, blah. But right. he still got to think about them checks, man. Them game checks. He's still getting in the league, you know. So I like the toughness, you know, staying up for yourself. But at a certain time, it's the time to uh, walk away from certain things and let it be. Just let it be. Just let, and, I, and I guarantee you, this if, if he does learn a lesson, that's the lesson that he'll learn. Just just let it be. You don't even want to be that guy that 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 does that. Because after the late reaction just seemed a little disingenuous. It seemed like it was more because of um, the people around you looking at you felt embarrassed a little bit. So you felt like you had to do something. Um, I think he just should have evaluated the situation. Let it be what it was. Probably would have walked away with a real decent apology from LeBron and maybe have some words, let him know that you didn't like it. And that just be what it is. I don't, I think his reaction was uncalled for. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess we can kind of um, switch up a little bit as far as uh, sticking with the NBA, but is there any teams that's uh, really a surprise team? Are you like what you're seeing from a particular team so far? So far, I mean, I gotta get, I gotta tip my hat to those Chicago Bulls. Um, I don't don't know how how long this train will 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 you know ride, but I like how Chicago's playing. I love a confident Lonzo, um, guys in there like Caruso coming in and taking a bigger bigger role this year than they did last year with their previous teams. Um, so I, I absolutely I, I like Chicago. I cannot lie. Then of course with the um, old pieces that you had like Zach Levine, um, everything just seems to be coming together. Uh, that's a team that I feel like will be will be in the playoffs for sure in the East. I don't think that they're going to come out the East, but they're going to give some teams a run for their money. Um, you got any guys or a team maybe that you see something similar? Uh, I like I like Chicago. I like what they're doing. They really got like a uh, a legit three-headed monster and then uh, a, um, a point guard that can run the show in, uh, with the three-headed monster with DeRozan, Levine, and uh, Vucevic. And then you got, like I said, Lonzo running the show at the point. And then mm -hmm. you think uh, Caruso, they still have um, – What's the uh, young kid I, uh, from North Carolina? Um, Kobe uh, White. Kobe. I mean, uh, yeah. Kobe White. And they got uh, Derrick Jones Jr. as well. Um, so they mm -hmm. had some pieces. And then, they, unfortunately, they did lose Pat for the season, Pat, uh, Patrick Williams, uh, another North Carolina guy. Uh, they lost him for the season. Um, so hopefully he'll be back next year. But I like Chicago. Uh, they're they're going to play defense. Um, they can score. They're, they're a fun team. Um, as far as anybody else, uh, Anybody else who I like it so far, and I know Chicago is the team that takes the spotlight, but I would have yeah. to say um, the Wizards, man. Um, they're not yeah. healthy, and they're just going out there competing and winning games. You know, I know they have lost uh, a couple of games recently, but you can't argue the results that they um, the, the win and loss column that they have right now. Um, they got everybody's playing hard, and like I said, they're still missing. Uh, uh, they who are they missing? I'm, they're missing two guys right now, and I hate that I cannot think of the two guys they're missing. Uh, the young dude, um, I think he's like a third oh. player from Japan. Yeah, yep, yep. Can't, can't pronounce his, can't think his name right now. And I don't want to butcher his name. And there's somebody else they're missing. Oh, uh, who's the guy? That, uh, Bertans. They're missing him as well. Yes, uh, yes. You point sure. So they're, they're missing some guys, and they're still going out there competing. And they're, they're a relatively, not a new team, but a new group of guys coming from L.A., 
Um, and then especially then when they come in, there. so it's new regime. But I, I like I like I like them. They they play hard too. They play real hard. They they play hard. They play hard. That is that is a great team to highlight. Um, just just a team that we kind of were expecting to be where they were last year, at least this time last year, or worse. Uh, so it's it's good to see. Like once again, a reminder that Bradley Beal is a serious is a serious 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 NBA star. We cannot cannot forget about him. We just this another guy that has not really been around. Um, I guess pumped up teams. Teams is kind of uh, uh, beneficial rosters for him. Just to, just to keep it as simple as possible. He he hasn't been around that type of roster, but he's still making it work with what he's got. Um, so I, I would like to like to see the Wizards late late time say this time in in May, but I, I doubt it. I doubt we'll see it. Um, but it is nice to see them kind of riding that ride right now. They have a good shooting nights and things like that, but we'll see where they're at later. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I'm not sure if they can, like you said, maintain it throughout the whole season into the playoffs. You know, uh, we have to see uh, where it goes from here. Um, do you have any disappointing teams so far? Uh, disappointing team so far? Um, let me cannot. I don't – and it's sad because I was – that I was even expecting something major from this team. And this team is not doing terrible. Um, but I, I maybe because of, again, Charlotte Hornets fan, um, the Houston Rockets, I was I, with coach Silas out there. I was hoping the Houston Rockets kind of make a big jump. Um, well, but then again, they, night. what were you saying? I said, they jumped on us in the Hornets last night. <laughs> they couldn't miss anything. Yeah, they did. They did. It's crazy. We said that they did get a win last night, but, Prior to that, the team, you know, team has still been still been uh, struggling. I know they're dealing with John Wall not being able to play, um, but then it, it sounds like they also want to trade John Wall as well. So I mean, they're kind of in a funny spot. But coming in, Coach Silas getting a young guy uh, Green from the G League. I was hoping we seen some sort of jump, at least to where not only did the talent of the team change, but the win loss column change as well. It would have been nice to have to see Coach Silas get some early success. Um, but it's not over. It's not over. That is, but that is my disappointment for the year so far. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I think they're gonna be okay. They, everybody knows they're young and rebuilding. Um, they I think Daniel Tice is a little bit. He's hurt as well. Um, but as far as um, I think Houston's gonna be okay in the long run. Um, but I'm I'm a little disappointed in New Orleans, and I'm disappointed in um, New Orleans is really my biggest disappointment, bro, so far. Um, I know Zion is is out right now, but I thought Brandon Brandon Ingram could lead the team. Could have got Jonas Valanciunas, who's a real good big, and they got Devontae and some other pieces. And I just thought they were they'd be a lot uh, a lot better. They're better than their record, but I didn't think they would pile up this many losses so far early on in the season. Yeah, I mean that's definitely was not expecting that. Like you said, I know Zion wasn't um, playing well, but I believe they're New Orleans is sitting at like 14th in the Western Conference, so way down there with a five and seventeen record. Um, yeah, that's it. I just see. I didn't. I'm like, man, y'all have some talent on your team, man. Y'all should at least be a few games under five hundred at the worst. You know, not five and seventeen. Like, come on, not not five and seventeen. Do you feel like in a situation like that, we need to be kind of blaming Coach Green, or do we give him a little leeway with it, with him being so early in his coaching career? Give him a little leeway. I'll give him to about January. All right, bro, you need to start getting some wins in the win column. We know Zion out here. I mean, he hasn't been there much. He hasn't played that many games since he's been in the league. So 
let's not uh, ride that way too much. I'm blaming no injuries. Like injuries are a part of the game. I know he's an important, impactful player, but at the same time, man, like you still have Brandon Ingram there. You still have um, a good point guard, Devontae Graham. You still have Giannis Valanciunas, who, who I, I like. I like him as a big man. So there ain't going to be too many excuses, but, I, you know, January, February, let's just start to get some more wins in the win column. Yeah, give give him up until about All Stars All Star uh, break. Just kind of see where seeing where teams at during that time. But five and seventeen with that type of roster is not going to cut it, Coach. Um, he knows that. He knows that. So hopefully, look for New Orleans to make a big change. And especially, you know, we saw what Devontae did last year. Definitely hoping for that to just kind of transpire into something more out there in New Orleans for him. So definitely wishing him the best. Yeah, and uh, I do. I will say I know we. Um, I got it's not a surprise team, but I do like what I'm seeing from uh, Phoenix. It looks like they're just growing from their success they had last season, and they're consistent, man. They're, I mean, they're just a consistent team, and I like them. They're gonna be in there in the playoffs, so I, I like oh, them. Yeah. And I'm glad. I'm glad that they're able to show like last year wasn't a fluke. We can win games. We're gonna win games, and it is what it is. They're not going nowhere. Definitely gonna win games. They better hope Chris Paul does not stay healthy the whole season because Phoenix will be a problem. I'm just calling it right now. I'm hoping it will be a problem. I'm hoping he stays healthy, bro. And then they can get like maybe just one more piece some here, here and there. Um, I, I think that'd be the uh, team to watch in the playoffs for sure, especially with that big boy down low. Seemed like he working on his game, getting better. He didn't let last year kind of because you see, he has some DeAndre DA has some frustrations last year, but um. At least with his, like I feel like he he wasn't targeted enough, especially late game. Not not nothing personal. Nothing. I mean, I don't think coach did it intentionally, but he just wasn't getting enough touches for me late game. Um, but he 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 looks to kind of just work on his game. He coming back, same confidence. Uh, cut his hair a little bit. Not saying that means anything, but he might just be a little focused, a little more mature this year. And I'll be interested to see what what he does. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. NBA season is here. Um, as you know, I'm um, getting the uh, full swing. So I, I like what I'm seeing from uh, from the NBA and the NFL. NFL is getting good. They're in the playoff hunt right now for um, as far as the NFL as it's starting to kind of wind down the regular season, the NBA season starting to uh, jump start. So, hey, it's uh, much more sports news coming up. Um, we'll be back, uh, I'll say, pretty much next week to have another video. I'll try to get these, to get these videos weekly, but uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Absolutely. Appreciate y'all tuning in. We had a very exciting time of the year. Got football and basketball, NBA and NFL going on. So I'm sure we're not the only fans extremely excited. We appreciate y'all tuning in as always, and we'll catch y'all next week. Hey, appreciate it. Um, Catch y'all next time.